welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I am Emma. I'm Antonella. And we are... Oh, oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> that felt... None of us realized. We were wait, both... I was about to say it, and then I was like, wait, I don't even know what the catchphrase is. And I is. let you. I was like, wait, it's... Yeah, it's your turn. Um, no, let me say it again. Let's start. Let's start over. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to More Than Meets the Eye. I'm Emma. I'm Antonella, and we're here to help you see the world through a more aesthetically pleasing lens. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yes, the last time we'll be saying it for a little bit, I think. You think? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I think if we make any decisions today, I will have a mental breakdown. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we will not be planning anything at yes. my limit, so... Yes. Absolutely. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. Um, okay. Anyway, we are in Aesthetics Podcast, and we talk about fashion and movies and music and so on and so forth, and vibes and aesthetics. Um, anyway, what are we talking about this week? This week's episode is about the aesthetic coconut girl. Mm-hmm. Which is? Which is kind of like an offshoot of Y2K, but specifically surf girl culture, yes. Y2K summer. Yes vibe yes to define it simply um, absolutely and what very is, nostalgic for us very nostalgic oh my gosh also another one that like i feel like didn't really have a name when it existed and we named we've done like three of those this yeah. season and like like day and when you put a name to it you're like oh yeah that makes sense that makes so much sense yeah and i mean to get like to my oh sorry you go no i, I was just gonna say you told me you were like, let's do Coconut Girl. And I was like, what is that? And you're like, just look it up on Pinterest. You'll know. You'll get it. And I did, and I got it. And, like, that's kind of what it is, you know? Yep. No, it, like, it's, we know, especially if you're, like, a kid, a girl growing up in, like, the early 2000s. Like, oh, yeah. You know this very well. You were this. <laughs> yes. Um, I specifically, like, when I hear Coconut Girl, I think of the Lisa Frank surfer girl. Oh Do you know who gosh. I'm talking about? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, there was like one Lisa Frank character who was just like specifically known as like surfer girl, and she had like a flower in her hair, and yes. she wore like this little flower bikini, and she was holding a surfboard. Um, very nostalgic for me. So yeah. that's like what like my immediate association. Like I feel like she is the coconut girl. Like if there absolutely. was a co- if there was like an actual person who's a coconut girl, that is her. Like she is the representative. She is. The president of Coconut Girl World, yeah. she she has it all. So, um, and I just I feel like that was my first exposure to Coconut Girl life. Um, okay, and I think just any if you're just a, like a little girl like going to the beach, like I feel like in the early two thousand in the early two thousands, you were definitely dressing like a Coconut Girl. Yeah, and you didn't even know it. You just kind of were um, pink and purple flowers. Like okay, <laughs> yeah. Is that, what about your, what, is that your relationship with it? What's, like, more of your relationship with the? I would say, like, I wore a lot of it then, and I think, like, it's revival. I'm definitely, like, incorporating into my looks. I think it's interesting because I definitely thought it was a last summer trend. Like, I feel like that's mm. when it came on my radar. Yes. And I was surprised to see it just kind of being, like, incorporated into, like, the stores and stuff now. I feel like you'll definitely see it and like... I don't know if you like maybe like Paxson or something like yeah. that. But we kind of talked talked about the trickle down, you know, theory of like trends and yes. stuff, where it's like it'll pop up in one place on the internet and then like slowly make its way to like 
you know, big corporations and stuff like that. I feel like it started coming up when it wasn't the right season for mm. it. Well, everything I was reading about it was, like, summer 2021, but I don't really remember it in summer 2021. Yeah, like, it didn't, didn't have as much of, like, a, you know, yeah. impact as I thought it would because I also heard a lot about a lot about it, like, summer 2021. I was like, oh, where is where is it See, at? I didn't, which is funny. That's I didn't even know what it was. Um, I'm on I, the internet too much. I think <laughs> I think I need to. Your TikTok do, like timer limit yeah, is too big. It's probably too big. I need to lower. you know set a limit. <laughs> I think. Um, well, what I was like, I just had a weird summer, so I think that's not even like. It was a weird summer. I it think. was a weird summer. Yeah, we and can't. I feel like nothing really caught on that summer. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like ramping up for summer 2022 i could see it coming back for 2022 yeah i think we're all excited like the restrictions yeah. are lessening and stuff like that so maybe it'll make a big splash mm. this summer <laughs> i'm feeling the vibe too like mm-hmm. when i was looking at it i was like i could do this mm-hmm. this summer i was like mm-hmm. i could really no you can be really fun with it too yeah um but you said you dressed like a coconut girl like oh, growing I, up literally well i had like a like a surf face for like many years of my life, I know talking about all That's my so phases, but like I think one of my first phases was like a surfer girl phase, basically a coconut girl phase, because it was so popular. When literally when we were five, I literally like pulled up a photo that I have on my phone of me when I was like literally five years old, wearing two different parts, two different pieces from two different coconut girl bathing suits, but I'm wearing them together, so like mismatched as heck. But like I think there's like a just like everything like my hair's got like beachy waves in it it's so funny but i even like i had a beach i had a hawaii birthday party when oh my i was God. like this age i had i haven't even showed you the photo yet i'll show you the i photo. need to see um oh my god and i like remember <sighs> so, so that was a, such a good birthday party i remember so much about it we literally my mom bought like a hula dancing tape of like hula dancers like giving you instructions on how to hula dance and like everyone was in my basement wearing hula skirts and we were doing hula dances definitely cultural appropriation but at the time i mean there's no excuse for it it's just like at the time we didn't call anything like that so like whatever it was really fun you know and i think like we used a legit hula like instructor's tape so wasn't like a white lady teaching you (laughs) exactly um and i just like oh my god I had everything I had had a hibiscus print on it. I listened to the Beach Boys nonstop. I like literally had a surfer girl stage as a coconut girl phase, like yeah. for a lot of my young life. What was I gonna? What was the other one that I was gonna say? Oh, I had when when I moved to East Tocket, which is where we went to high school on Long Island. Um, oh, and I moved in elementary school. Um, but I literally redid my room to make it a surfer girl room oh my god and it was like like we did like a whole you never i don't think you ever saw my room at this phase because i don't think i did no it was definitely a phase and definitely got over it but like my whole room was like we did like we tried to do like a sunset it didn't really look like a sunset um it looked like three different colors and tutus in the middle it was kind of weird but um it's supposed to look like a sunset and like I, everything i had was like surf themed and it oh was my like God. i didn't yeah. realize how invested you were in this that's yeah. so funny yeah, i also right? think i just had this fascination with like the west coast and mm. like hawaii because like you know 
we don't have that kind of beach culture here. I mean, we, we certainly do have really nice beaches in Long Island, but yeah. like, it's so not f- to that level. So funny that I'm like the least California person ever now. Yeah. But no, I like. No, really... it's so sh- I'm like so surprised that you said you had this like phase because I do not yeah. associate that with you. I know it's funny, but I do <laughs> like. I think if I could have learned how to surf when I was younger, I would have loved. I to. W- really wanted to. Yeah, um, especially watching Soul Surfer that came out like. I don't know, like elementary school, middle school. Yeah. I like was like I thought she was so cool. I was like I need to surf. I mm. need to live in Hawaii, but I'm not sporty, so I know I'm also not sporty. It I would have loved. Out. I would have loved like a surfer boyfriend mm. in high school or something. Like that would have been. Sure. I think that was my dream as a child. I think that was really what I was in it for. <laughs> and that's okay. I was obsessed with like surfer Barbies too. Yes. Like, oh my God. I had a bunch. And like Barbie.com was legendary when we were kids. It was literally the greatest thing ever. And there were so many games on it that were like consistent and there for so many years. And then they took them all down at one point. <sighs> um, and and I would go back and play if they were still up. There was one where like, this is kind of messed up now that I think about it. Cause like, like, Having something where, like, little girls, like, pick out, like, a boyfriend in certain situations is a little messed up. But um, I think you used to be able to pick out, like, your Ken. Oh, it sounds familiar. And, like, you could have, like, a surfer Ken. But I think there were two different surfer Ken versions. I, I It's, like, it's in my head. Like, I'm picturing it, but I, yeah. like, can't put it all together. No, like, it's, like, you're talking about. T- and, like, you picked out his car, you picked out his dog, you picked out his music <laughs> in the background, and at the end it would, like, pop up. I don't, maybe it was the Barbie and you just picked out her Ken, too, but I think it was about Ken. I'm not sure. But I was obsessed with it anyway, because there was, like, the surfer song was just so good. Ah! Um, and then there was also, sorry, apparently mine is really big. It was just that, um, you know, I also grew up my mom showed me a lot of, like, black and white movies when I was younger. So, like, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, and there's this group called The Ventures. And they are, like, famous for guitar surf rock music, which was, like, some of, like, the earliest surf rock music. Like, this is, like, late 50s, early 60s. Like, mm-hmm. this is pre-Beatles even, you know? It's just kind of, like, something that was big in the late 50s and early 60s. Um, and I grew up listening to a lot of that, too. And I really loved it. Like, I loved it. Um, you know, like... Uh, tequila is one of them, mm-hmm. but Walk Don't Run, like all those songs. Yeah. I'm gonna play one for one of my oh, songs. Totally, yeah. Um, but I like love that too, and I loved just like great vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. Beach no. vibes are good vibes. They're de- I'm sure. I think there really was like a trend of like I guess you want to call it coconut girl, but just yeah. of like surf culture being very popular. Yes. In the mainstream, uh, of like the 1950s, specifically 1960s, like exactly. very very popular. I mean, definitely it was like white people romanticizing this hawaii life and there's like definitely a lot of problems well you know what it was we gained hawaii in the 50s oh okay that makes sense annexed we took control of well we made hawaii a state in the 50s Mm -hmm. and then people could travel really easily to hawaii and i think that's where it came from that makes a lot of sense i also am now thinking of like the birdie bunch movie that they go to hawaii i think Mm -hmm. um that one uh, makes sense then. There's also a sixties movie which is like iconic and you should look it up. It's called like Beach Blanket Bingo, I think. <laughs> um and it's like the most sixties, the most like sixties beach surfer thing ever. That's and I used to see these commercials for it 
and they were just like the most like cheesy 60s thing ever it was so funny i think there were a lot of these kind of shows during that time i'm I'm also thinking of another one but i i can't remember the name it was like it was like a girl she was like a surfer girl huh Um, like in the 60s 50s yeah okay i do not remember the name at all though there was Um, also elvis would dip into beach stuff like surfing stuff it was definitely like a thing at that time Um, anyway, that was my really long relationship with it. And now that we're talking about, I feel like we're, 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 we want to jump into history and background a little bit. And I feel like we're starting to touch on it, but, um, I don't, I couldn't find a lot that described a history or background of it. For me, it feels like it was definitely something that is from the early 2000s but we put a name on it now but all the roots come from like this 50s 60s like time period yeah and i think you know in the early 2000s there was like a revival of like surf and skate culture on the west coast and that was i think being then brought over to the east coast and stuff and like a lot of brands like billabong and roxy Mm -hmm. were like super popular um yeah and i think like all that all those like you know like official surfing clothes then became like fashionable and like yeah. then became like wearable for like non-surfing people and yes. just like for like five-year-old girls who were just going to the beach um so it's interesting like how that like transform a lot of those brands transformed into like real like fashion brands as well as like yeah. being surf brands like swim brands and stuff feel like maybe it was just aquamarine but like very like australian influenced mm-hmm. as well oh you mean h2o Sorry, I know, I get them confused. No, Aquarine okay. was not Australia H2O, was the Australia mm-hmm. one. Yeah, but it's definitely, like, from the early 2000s. It's, like, but, uh, like, we were talking about, did we say this on the podcast? I think we did. We were, like, I saw, everything I saw was talking about how it was coming back last summer. I don't even remember it last summer. Like, yeah. I feel like it would be something that would happen this summer, you know? I definitely think it's coming full force this summer. I hope sure. so. I mean, I'm, I'm I would, ready. I, I'm, I would do it. I would buy into <laughs> it. Because then it would literally be like my childhood, mm-hmm. you know, which is really fun. No, I think it's cute. And um, I mean, to get into the fashion maybe a little yeah. bit. Like, it's a lot of just like, you know, palm hibiscus prints yeah. and like floral prints. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's. I mean, I guess some of it is a little, like, cheesy, a little kitschy, but I feel like that's the charm that's of the it. That's the part, the point of it, yeah. right? which could get old. Like, I can see how that's not very timeless, but I don't know. I'm living for it in the moment. Me too. Right now. <laughs> me too, me too. And um, I feel like I'm always, like, I'm hard to shop for bathing suits. Like, I am i don't like a lot of bathing suits. I am scared of a lot of bathing suits. I'm pretty self-conscious. Um, but I feel like this would make me want to buy bathing suits and, like, have right. cute bathing suits. Because, like, this is cute, you know? Mm-hmm. I disagree that it's not timeless. Because for me, it's, like, it's like it, it was my childhood. It was from before my childhood. Like, to me, it's timeless. But I can also, I can see how some people find it cheesy. Mm-hmm. I just think it's not. Nah, it's like sick. surf music forever, you mm-hmm. know? No, that's true. Beach Boys forever. Mm-hmm. Um... Also, just a lot of, like, pink, bright colors, of course. Yeah. Just, like, summery colors. Well, let's go right into fashion. Yeah. Lots of pastel shades in general. Like, very colorful. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't hold back on the color. Nope. 
Uh, I would say like a lot of like dolphin motifs. Yes. Like I feel like I had so much dolphin stuff as yes. a kid, like dolphin necklaces, and that was a Lisa Frank thing too. Yes, right? oh, it definitely was connected to Lisa Frank. Yeah. So, you know that that makes a lot of sense why I would have a lot of dolphin stuff. Yeah. Because some of it was Lisa Frank dolphin, um, specifically. Yeah. Um, also even like butterflies, like just like all those cute little like girly motifs. Mm-hmm. I think generally this um aesthetic is super like super girly, like very feminine, yeah. Very feminine. Um Yeah, it's not really gender inclusive. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it's just like very, very feminine. I mean, I guess you could have a masculine version but i feel like the whole point of it is that it's very feminine yeah um kind of like paris hilton vibes-esque i feel like she kind of wore a lot of this stuff but in a more glam sense yeah she's a little to me she screams like rhinestones Mm. which i feel like rhinestones is where you start to go where you go like more y2k and less yeah coconut girly you're right hibiscus prints like we said so lots of flower prints um, lots of tropical like flower prints and bead and shell necklaces, which had a, they did have a resurgence. Was it last summer? Yeah, so they definitely did. I I noticed that, but not fully coconut girl. I think coconut girl fully will be the thing that comes back this summer. You heard it here first. We're calling it <laughs> just like when I call leg warmers <laughs> and bucket hats a little bit. All of that like like you were saying West Coast like mm-hmm. surfer vibes. Yeah, like I can stuff. even see. Yeah, I can even see bucket hats being important yeah. for this too. Very important to me is platform sandals. Mm-hmm. And I've always owned platform sandals since I was, like, old enough to, like... Since I didn't live with my parents anymore, I've always owned platform sandals because... <clears throat> sorry. Um, when I was little, I always wanted those platform flip-flops that were, like... that they were the cutest thing ever. And they were so coconut girl. And I was obsessed with them. And my parents really didn't like them. But I wanted them. And so I definitely had a pair or two when I was younger. It's, I have, there are these things that, like, of course, I will only remember them to my parents. But, like, that never happened. <laughs> um, but, like, my parents would, like, not be okay with something. And then, like, a couple months, maybe, like, a year or so later, they would then be fine with it. Or, like, my mom would buy it. And I'd be like, Mom, I was... I was on board with this a long time ago. Uh, but anyway, platform sandals were one of those. Because eventually we got platform sandals and I got a pair. And because when I was eight years old, I had the same size foot as my mom. Um, and But yeah, now I own a pair and I just think they're the greatest things ever. I think platform no. flip-flops are incredible and they need to come back more. They're very, very stylish. I think there's something a little like cheesy about it, but I love. like I In love, the best way possible. In the best way. Like I, when I say cheesy, I mean in a great way. Yeah. Um, and I, I also, I think I, I'm pretty sure I owned some, like, I'm, I'm sure I did. I need to restock. Definitely. Also, those little sandals that we both have, or we wear now, the, the ones with the, they got, like, the netting on the foot, and they have, like, the embroidered flowers with the sequins. Yeah. Those. Yes, 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 yes. The, yep, those little, like, uh granny slippers the granny slippers you know mm-hmm. they're just the granny slippers i think mm-hmm. the granny slippers is the best way to i always thought of them as like i don't know like fat like i would get them at like street fairs or something yeah. you know and they're always like a dollar yeah they're still a dollar now they're the only thing that hasn't changed with inflation yep is those everything goes sandals. up and granny sandals <laughs> remain they remain a dollar <laughs> 
Um, halter tops. Yes. Uh, crochet tops, too. I feel like a lot of crochet wear. Specifically, I think, for this revival. Yes. I'll see, like, crochet, like, really coming back. Because it's, like, I at don't... the same time. I feel like we'll overlap. Yeah. I don't remember that from mm. my childhood. I'm sure it was a thing, but I think I just wasn't into it. <laughs> I definitely, like, pick and choose with my aesthetics, and I always have. And I love that, like, when I think back to, like, Coconut Girl, I never thought of crochet wear as Coconut Girl. But I do think in the newer revival, it is definitely, mm-hmm. like, a thing. I feel like it's a, it's also just, like, a, a thing where you look at it, and then you're like, uh, I get it. You know, like, we can talk about it all we want, but it's, like, yeah. hard to, to describe. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, any other... I mean, hair color streaks, I feel like were very mm. popular. I'm just thinking of all, like, the little accessories that I would want to wear as a kid. Um, Being tan and having blonde highlights is also... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like definitely there's a certain, like, look, like, physical yeah. look of a coconut girl, for sure. But you don't um, have to have that. Like... Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not exclusive to that, but I feel like the imagery is... I think typically... I pulled it off. And oh, yeah. I was had red hair and the palest skin of it. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. So cute. Oh, my God. Your hair color is so cute. I know. <laughs> like strawberry blonde. With yeah. red, but like a very light red. Anyway, do we want to do music? Yeah, let's let's talk about Coconut Girl music. What's on her playlist? Um, so the first one, I did not discover this song until after that I want to play. I did not discover this song until after my Coconut Girl phase, but I think it's 100% Coconut Girl, even though you wouldn't think it was. And it's called The Tide is High by Blondie. Oh my god, I also wrote that down too. Yeah! It's such a good song. Oh my god. I did have a Blondie phase, which I'm sure is unsurprising. Debbie Harry, my queen. It's so interesting because I knew about this song like in the time of my original Coconut Girl phase. Did you? But not this version. It was the version it in the, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Uh... And that, I mean, like I have major associations with Lizzie McGuire and like Y2K and Coconut Girl, everything. So I didn't know this version until like later. But this one is obviously the more tropical like sounding. Yeah. The Coconut OG. Girl, OG sound. Um, definitely fitting for the the aesthetic i know i love it i forget how tropical it is i had a blondie a blondie album when i was growing up that i like would listen to and repeat i put it it was in a cd it was a greatest sets too it wasn't even like a legit album and i had my little cd player that i think is coconut girl i had that blue and gray cd player that if you look up like classic 2000s blue and gray cd player like it will come up um and i like use that thing like a crazy person like i would just put in cds i like would collect cds from my parents and just play them and like this was this was on one of the cds that i had which was the blondie greatest so cute i know that's a very cute thing for a kid to listen to i know i would also sometimes i it used to have radio and i think at one point in my life it stopped having radio Mm -hmm. this is like pre-ipods by the way i know everyone experienced pre-ipod yeah um age but it seems fake I know, but it seems like the, it seems great. Um, and I used to like tune into the radio and I would listen to pop songs because I like pop songs, but no one in my family would play pop songs. So 
Um, and I was going to say that one song where it's like, just live your life. I don't know what it is, but that came on the radio once and I really liked it. Oh, the Rihanna song. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Rihanna, but I couldn't yes. remember. No, yeah. it's very, I remember that vividly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So I have two songs. Oh, I was going to slander One Direction Oh. really quick. Because they did a cover of a Blondie song. I didn't know that. One, way, it one way or another. Or another. Yeah. yeah. And the Blondie song version is so good, and the One Direction version is just not as good. I feel like I've heard so many versions of that song. Yeah, a like lot of people do been, covers. It's been covered by everybody, I feel like. Well, the problem is, is that every time someone covers it, it's not one of those songs that I think, like, I think the first version is the best version, and I think Blondie was just so solid that, like, that's why it was such a good popular song and then every time someone covers it it's like eh, it's fine you know like i get it it's a really good song but like the way they did it was was so good okay anyway um two songs i have to play yes I'm trying to think which one i should do first so this one is a little bit um different vibe not as like a beat coconut girl vibe okay but lana del rey's florida kilos um different different vibe a little bit more like chill um but has like a a cool little like tropical vibe to it Uh, i feel like lana has like other songs that are also like like west coast like high by the beach she she like delves into that kind of like vintage beach vibe she definitely did because her first two albums especially were uber vintage inspired mm-hmm. and like i think uh ultra violence was the one that was more could have almost been like a surfer girl kind of vibe but totally. it wasn't i mean there's even like the cover of um born to die paradise edition yeah she's like the palm trees behind her yeah so it's like super i feel like she you know leans into it a little bit that was a little more the 2011 2012 like california mm-hmm. aesthetic though do you remember that like, kind of like american apparel yes yeah pack sun was huge and it was like everything just had like these kendall kylie type of thing i think so and it, everything was like it was a like a it was supposed to be tropical but then it was like darker colors a little bit or like also, I don't know, like, I, I, I would have to, like, come up with a bunch of examples, but there was definitely this resurgence of, like, tropical vibes, and it was very, like, Cal- it was, like, when people started putting, like, California on t-shirts, too. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Definitely PacSun was, like, the the brand for yeah. that. Um, should I play it on my phone? No, I can play okay. it through here. I got something for I loved that. I've actually never heard that song before. It's not terrible. Fake Lana fan. It's okay. No, I'd rather be a fake Lana fan, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's such a it's such a cute little song. Very summery. Like I, I could just that. sit by the pool and listen to it. Yeah. And like it's so 
early Lana sassiness, where I feel like she lost her sassiness I a know. little bit. She used to be so sassy. I know. Oh, my God. She's had that little, like, the, her inflections in her voice yeah. and everything. And, like, this, just, like, attitude that was just, like, such a, probably just, like, a young person attitude, but mm-hmm. love it. No, it's iconic. Yeah. So iconic. Now she's like, I'm a sad old light white lady <laughs> like yeah no she's my problematic fave i know it's it is what it is i've just accepted that that i have a problem i have a problem and her music is iconic but yeah alas alas she's um, who she is she is who she is any did you want to give notes on that um other than that being one of my favorite lana songs um I don't know. I feel like that's just like another aspect of Coconut Girl. Maybe something a little bit more. Like I feel like the the first song you played was like the more kind of just like vibrant mm. colors and stuff. This one's a little bit more like chill. Okay, it's reminding me of what I was talking about with the. Also, I'm gonna turn you up a little more. Um, of the and move this away for me. The when I was talking about the 2011 2012 thing because I just was thinking of oh what because it has a very funky background and i was mm-hmm. like oh what does that remind me of and it reminded me of neon indians deadbeat summer and that captures almost entirely that vibe that i was talking about with like the like tropical but also it's like, mm, coachella yes like that was huge during that time yeah and like i don't know like I, to me that's not coconut girl but maybe i'm being a coconut girl purist but I think it's something that comes from Coconut Girl, probably. Mm-hmm. It's a California thing. Yeah, you know? it's definitely related, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's a little bit more, I would say, I feel like I feel like tribal yes. prints and stuff are really popular at that point. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, some of the early, like, Coachella outfits that yeah. people would wear. I feel like that ties into that. Like, people would wear, like, you know, like, cowboy hats and yeah. like leather and stuff um i feel like it, it relates to that kind of like west coast cowgirl or yeah like west coast just like skater exactly vibe. um and i think but i think this lana song it has like the um what's it called oh like her vintagey vibes too mm-hmm. though which makes it a little more coconut girl mm-hmm. Should I play my second song, or do you have a second song? I have a second song. Okay, cool. I promised The Ventures, so I'm going to play The Ventures. And this is my absolute favorite song by The Ventures. It's called Perfidia. And, like, this is one of those songs that I'd be like, Mom, can you play this song? Mom, can you play this song when I was younger? Because I just want to listen to it all the time. Um, so I will play that. It's Perfidia, which is P-E-R-F-I-D-I-A by The Ventures. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Right? I've never heard that before. You should listen to the Ventures because I feel like it will be just something like new that you've never tried before. And now, like, I need you just to spend like a day and like talk about because, like, it's just phenomenal. Like, 
oh, incredible. Just such good music, like early surfer music, and I love it. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Okay, yeah. Now I'm looking at their their page on Spotify. Half slits, like, you know, beach, yeah. vintage. Um, There's something so oddly satisfying about, like, the chord progressions, though, because it'll be, like, a little dangerous, and it'll be, like, happy, and then it'll be, like, romantic, and you're, like, there's so many emotions in one song, and it's, like, beautiful, you Mm -hmm. know? It's, like, this weird bridge between, like, orchestral music to, like, pop music, but it does, because it, like, the chords are so important. It's guitar music, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, all about what the guitars play. I I just find it, like, fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense why it's, like, you know, they use it for the soundtracks of all those, like, dramas and stuff in the 50s. Um, And my final song, um, this one is a nod to the movie Aquamarine, because they play it in Aquamarine. Okay. So we'll be playing Island in the Sun by Weezer. And when you said Aquamarine, I knew it was going to be this Mm -hmm. song. But a great song. It is. It's a classic. classic Weezer song. Shout out to all the Weezer fans out there. (laughs) You suck and you know you suck. (laughs) But we're all in this together, you know? Mm. That was a good song. Welcome to it. That was Raymond's favorite song in Aquamarine. Who's Raymond? He's the the guy in Aquamarine. The ma'am. The, the I forgot ma'am. that what's her name was in it. Jojo or Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> what? This man is extremely attractive. Oh, wait. I haven't seen <laughs> That was like, you just witnessed my heart stop. <laughs> like is this good or bad (laughs) so i made that movie my entire personality at one point did you so i don't think i've actually ever seen it it's yeah it's a great movie no like it totally encapsulates just like what i want like i wanted Mm. to be a mermaid first of all yes i also wanted to like live in like on the beach yeah and be like a cool like surfer girl yeah um no he's he's such like the stereotypical like surfer dude no it's like incredible (laughs) like the blonde shaggy hair well okay so i have this weird thing where i definitely have a soft spot for blonde men and like it comes from my surfer face and i've I've Mm -hmm. always known that but like every time i see a blonde man who looks like a surfer it's like childhood emma is like that's him and i'm like no it's not it's definitely not it's definitely not <laughs> um but part of me is like that's the one and i'm like it's just the surfer boy emma like chill out i don't know i think it's also just the the idea of like someone being good at surfing is very attractive like i don't know they're sporty and being that attractive is, yeah. is also like just so now you need to watch the movie because i can't believe you've never seen it first of all I know. Iconic film. I might have seen it when I was really, really young, but I just don't remember it that much. 
the main so the mermaid in that movie she is definitely coke giving coconut girl like is that she Jojo? Ha- no she's the one with the blonde hair okay and she has like blue streaks in it like i really wanted blue streaks in my yeah. hair as a kid um she's like starfish earrings like it was it was the moment okay interesting mm-hmm. definitely recommend okay I will. We'll have a day where we watch it. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I was just gonna be like, I'm sorry to all the Weezer fans for shading you, but you know it's problematic to be a fan of Weezer. If they're they're prob- your problematic faves, we love that for you. Mm-hmm. But we all have like one problematic fave. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those like front men are weirdos. Yes. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, movies and TV. So yes. we kind of talked about Aquamarine a little mm-hmm. bit. And yes, I had that written down as like my coconut girl movie. Yes, and H two O. Yes, of course H two O. I was all about mermaids. I had a mermaid yeah. phase. I didn't have a coconut girl phase. It's basically a mermaid, mermaid phase. phase. So it's like they're parallel. They're conjoined. It's they are. Cause I didn't have a mermaid phase because I wanted. I, I was a surfer. See, mm-hmm. I feel like with coconut girl, you could have been one of a few things. You could have been mermaid phase, or you could have been like surfer girl phase or definitely was like surfer girl phase you know yeah i was fully invested in the mermaid life i wanted to be a mermaid i mean everyone played pretend mermaids growing up like every girl did that i loved little mermaid like i really was all about that my favorite disney princess yeah i don't know if she was but i know at one point like i watched that movie obsessively because i watched it recently like like a couple months like a month ago or something and funny literally was like remembering every moment of it i was like oh yeah then this happens and i was like how did i remember that i haven't seen this in like 10 years no it's like ingrained in my brain i'm sure 15 years maybe like i haven't seen it in a very yeah long time. no i it was very much my favorite movie like my favorite disney princess yeah. for sure crazy hands down um but yeah so h2o again yes. another mermaid thing that i was into um of course mary kate and ashley Yes. Oh, my God. I wrote that down, too. I'm giving you yours. These are yours <laughs> to talk about, because I've never seen this movie. So. Um, yeah. Holiday in the Sun yeah. was one of them. I think it, they are just, their outfits are all very, like, Y2K and specifically Coconut Girl. Yeah. Um, I think there's other movies, too. Like, I've seen, I'm, I've seen a lot of their movies, like mm. uh, Passport to Paris, but specifically Ho- Holiday in the Sun, they're very Coconut Girl, because mm. um, that one takes place, like in california like they're at the beach or whatever okay or they're in australia no they're in australia yeah they're in australia that's what it is yeah um that one scene in princess diaries where she goes to the beach i don't know if you know princess diaries as well as i do but oh yeah she uh, goes to the beach bash with josh and um mandy moore mandy sings moore. a song yep. and mandy moore's outfit is 100 percent coconut girl but so is mia's outfit um and like oh this is only for if you know if you know princess diaries you're gonna get what i'm talking about but if you don't you're not but i think that's very coconut girly but it's just a moment in the movie like the whole movie is not yeah um, the, I, w- yeah, I wouldn't describe the movie as coconut girl but yeah. that scene specifically lilo and stitch i also wrote that down yes. which i actually love lilo and stitch like rewatching uh little mermaid i was like okay this is cute but definitely doesn't hold up Lilo and Stitch totally holds, holds up. up. So cute. It's a great movie. Yeah. Like, fantastic The music movie. is good. Like, characters are great. Like, that one guy is also yep. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, the man in that movie What's is name? just... It's a lot. Like, it almost... It, 
I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is a lot for no, a children's I mean, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He's also like, I don't know, a sweetheart. And I'm always yeah, like. no, he's a himbo. He's Come like on. the best. He's oh. literally the best. Like, he's so, yeah. like, not toxic male character. Exactly. Like, David. On. His name is David. David. No, I'm obsessed Taylor. with him. I think you just, like, reignited my obsession. Hold on. <laughs> David Lilo and Stitch smiling. No, that's not what I wanted to look at. I just wanted David from Lilo and Stitch. Because he's just, like, not even, like, anything crazy. He's just, like, some dude, but he's so kind. And, yeah, he like, just, like, chills. He's the best. David Kawena. No, I love his hair in the movie because yeah. it, it's, like, super, super, like, reminds me of 90s. Yeah. Pop boy vibes. And, you know, indigenous represent. We mm-hmm. love that representation. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about this to see it. Um, aesthetic is that it's very much just, like, white girls romanticizing Hawaii, of yeah. course. Um, so it's nice to see, like, actual Hawaiian yeah. people, like, you know, representing no, this aesthetic no, a little bit. The, we said H2O. My favorite that I'm very excited about. Surf's up. You know the Shia LaBeouf penguin movie? Dude. I forgot about that movie. Girl, it's so good. Like, that is one of the best movies of all time. I'm not even joking. Like, look how excited I'm getting. Like, it's one of the best movies of all time. I totally forgot. I feel like there was a period in time where there were a lot of penguin movies. Yeah. Very strange. A lot of animated but penguin movies. This is the coconut but, girl. But this surf is movie. the one. Yeah, this is the one. What was the other one? Happy Feet. Yeah, I did really like Happy Feet growing up. But no, Surf's Up is a phenomenal movie. It's so good. That's so funny. Yeah. No, it definitely is Coconut Girl for sure. Yeah. No, it's it's oh, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I have one other that I'm just gonna shoehorn in there just because it's it's a good movie it's a decent movie um 50 first dates with drew barrymore and Sailor. i feel like someone else talking about that movie too it's probably me no it was oh no no no. not really yeah someone else was like you need to watch this movie you don't need you do not need to watch it it's not that good no someone like really likes it wait it's okay. I think it was Quetz who was telling me about it. Yeah. It's good. It's not It's not anything. It's Adam Sandler. Like, it's not going to be the greatest movie ever. I also rewatched that other Drew Barrymore movie, Never Been Kissed, and, like, I did not like it at all. It's like, this is so weird. Never seen it. Don't. You don't need to. And I won't. You can skip it. Um, and it made me lose a lot of respect for Drew Barrymore. Oh. Um, but I do like Fifty First Dates. You know what? It's a pretty good movie. It's pretty... Like, it's it's... I would. I think it's worth it to watch it. I don't think you need to watch it like more than once, but it's mm-hmm. just like a feel good movie, and like it's just good, you know, decent. Yeah, that's it. Do you have any more? I don't have any more. I mean, you you knew the ones that I was gonna <laughs> pick. That's so funny. Um, I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, my childhood was pretty much revolved around Aquamarine, The Little Mermaid, and uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. So and Lilo and Stitch. And Lilo and Stitch. So you know, really was. You know, coconut girl childhood. Yeah. And now coconut girl adulthood. Yes. Here so. we go. 2022 summer. <laughs> Can't wait. Hashtag coconut girl summer. Coconut girl summer. 
All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This concludes season five for us. Wow. I know. Crazy. We hope you enjoyed. It's a little shorter than I think mm-hmm. a lot of our seasons have been, but you know what? You get content from us. You get what you get. You, well, you get it all. You get a whole season. Mm-hmm. You don't get like us dropping out in the middle because our lives are crazy. And we really we committed. We pulled through for the year. And you're welcome. Okay. So don't complain about missing three episodes. Like we we did our best. This is Um, the best we could do. Yes. So we'll see you soon, I think. Hopefully. You'll hear Uh, from us at some point. Yeah. For sure. Um we love you and goodbye. Goodbye.